Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We've been talking about God and who He is, His character. We've been talking about asking and receiving and stuff like that when we pray and, and um, dealing with the cone of silence, as I mentioned it. And um, we have an opportunity to get to know who God is. And it's such a beautiful thing as we get a chance to explore and gain wisdom from our relationship with God. So I want to welcome you guys to this one. And we've talked about how uh, this faithful God of ours, how he is not able to do any wrong and so forth. And we talked about how God carries us like a father carries his son. Uh, we talked about um, uh, uh, how he called us to remember the things that he's done for us. And all of these are uh, tools that we've been talking about and God's personality and so forth. How he is using all of those things out there, including his, his himself, his personality, who he is, and um, giving us uh, tools like remembering to bring us into a certain state and so forth. So we've been focusing a little. My whole theme that I've been trying to bring you guys to is about this state that we ought to be in and relationship to God and how he's instructing us and guiding us through uh, to bring us into a certain state and a certain mindset, a certain oneness with ourselves. And as we get into that space, the Bible says that you and I then are able to command things and cause them to come into existence. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 24 says, Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. And so we talked about uh, yesterday we talked a little about who he was, and and um, in Deuteronomy we talked about he is the rock, um, his work are perfect. We talked about his ways are just, and we mentioned there a faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. And then I even swing it around and says a faithful God who is who does no wrong, he's upright, he's just, um, he is the rock. He, uh, his work is perfect and all of his ways are just. So, um, we want to continue this thing about, uh, the fact that he is faithful. Who is he in relations to meeting our need? Faithful is he who calls you and I. So remember we started this thing about him, um, calling us and taking us to this promised land, if you will, this land that we have talked about. He, he described what it looked like. And that he was the one that is taking us there. And not uh, the fact that we are the one that are, that is going there. 
In fact, it's he who is taking us there. And we know that as he is taking us there, he says that this place is a... We talked a little about that, what it looks like and how it's uh, uh, serene. It's beautiful waters, running waters. And, you know, just a perfect picnic place, if you will. But um, uh, he is the one who is taking us there as we are uh, studying and looking at. And since he is taking us there, there is a responsibility about on him to um, to perform certain things. You know, there's a responsibility on us to perform certain things. And we have an example in that of Abraham. He says, "Come out, Abraham. Come with me, and let's go take a walk. And I'm going to take you and." show you this promised land. Same thing. And so Abraham, the Bible tells us that Abraham believed God. He picked up his family. He took his nephew and uh, he went on and uh, began to walk on this journey of faith. So on that journey of faith, Abraham had a couple of battles. He fought uh, giants and all those things in just the same way that you and I are going to have to do within our life as we move going towards that promised land. But this God that is carrying us in his journey, it tells us he is uh, who calls us that he's faithful and that he will bring it to pass. And you see that he comes and he tells us, don't fret, don't worry, I got you. He tells us all of these wonderful things. Um, he tells you that, um, uh, you know, I'm your rock, I'm your protector, I, I'm the one that you need to trust. And so we now have to learn how to surrender, which is what we're talking about. Um, why are we learning to surrender? Because, again, we've mentioned this earlier, that in Isaiah 55, because his thoughts are different from ours, uh, his ways are different from ours, and we have to learn how to surrender to that, uh, uh, pulling ourselves out of this and surrendering, allowing him to bring everything to pass, allowing his timeline um, to come out. And, and come to pass. And what does that mean? It, Jesus said an example of it. He said, not my will, but thy will be done. So there's a difference here that uh, we have to make this exchange, is surrender to God, and have to remember that this God is faithful, who calls you and I, but just not that alone, and that he also will bring it to pass. What is he going to bring to pass? We talked about asking God, didn't we? We talked about, um, uh, he said in his word, ask and it shall be given to you. Um, those who ask, whosoever asks, it shall receive, and all these different things, and these definite articles, we see that when he's using in telling us about asking. We talked about how uh, James, we mentioned a little about James, when James said, teaches us how to ask. But Jesus then pinpointed what our problem was. Uh, our problem was, he said, have faith in God. We have to have faith in this God who is faithful and who call us. We have to have faith in this God who also will bring it to pass. And we are talking about this um, timeline that we are always wrestling with uh, as Christians, and we are not understanding the power of the process, if you will. Um, you know, he talks about, uh, he says, in, he says, also he will bring it to pass. What is he going to bring to pass? Let's take Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ. So we know that if this God is the creator of everything, called calling those things that are not as though they were. That's all of it in his ability. And so 
we know that he will bring what to pass he's going to bring this thing that says in Philippians 4.19 that he is a provider for us. We know what plans, what is he going to bring to pass? Well, let's take a look at Jeremiah 29.11. It says, For I know the plans... Uh, more than one rule I have for you. So I believe that he knew us from the beginning of the word of the, the foundation of the earth. The Bible tells us that, and that he called us from that time. He, he, you know, Jesus died before the foundation. Of, all of those things before the foundation of the earth. So it was a busy time uh, back then. So we see that he, before the foundation of the earth, made plans for everybody. And so, for I know, he says, I know personally. I know. The plans that I have for you, that I've made up for you, and I put together for your life. Why? Because I knew you before you enter into the womb. So He has some plans in for us to do, uh, but. It always tells us that it is on his timeline and not ours. But what we know out of this situation is that he is faithful who calls us. So the one who has made some plans for you, one thing he's faithful. He says, uh, declare the Lord plans for welfare. Okay, what kind of plans do you have for me, Jesus? What, have, what kind of plans do you have for me, Lord, Father, uh, Holy Spirit? What kind of plans? Tell me about it. Plans for welfare and not of evil. So we know then that his Plans are not of evil, and they're of well-being, well-doing, welfare in our life. And that means that when we are fighting giants, like Abraham had to fight giants, we know that he won all those giants. He told us in many times, he said, don't fear these people, I got you. I got your back. I'll deal with it. So what is he requiring for us in that situation? Fear not. So we know that this God is faithful. We know that he called us. And we know that he will bring it to pass. He will bring his word to pass. He will bring Jeremiah twenty nine eleven together to pass for you. For I know the plans that I have for you, declare the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. What a beautiful um, uh, plan, if you will, or plans that he said he will bring to pass on your behalf. He says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I am your Yahweh. I am your, um, you know, uh, the God that brought the children of Israel. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm the God of Jesus Christ. I am that one. He says, fear not, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold your, uh, uphold you with my righteous right hand. Why will I be able to do that? Because he is faithful who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. What will he bring to pass? Let's take a look in Second Peter 14, by which he granted to us his precious and very great promises. So these things are precious, and they are not just great, they are very great, so that through them, through these precious promise, and these great promises, these precious and these great, very great promises, uh, that we may become partakers of his divine nature. What is God's divine nature is about? Well, he tells us in the scripture, he says, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. That divine nature is the one that was used to create the earth. And you and I can do the very same thing as we walk by faith. We can create uh, things, calling those things that are not as though they were. So partake of his divine nature, having escaped 
from the corruption. So remember what happened with our father and our mother in the garden. They were corrupted, but when we came through back into the first Adam, the, the last Adam, we are now... Uh, we have escaped that corruption that took place with them. We are now born again. We have been translated into a new kingdom. He says that is the world because of sinful desire. So you and I are rescued from that stuff. Why? Because God is faithful who called you and he will bring it to pass. He brought that to pass, didn't he? You are born again. Think of that. Um, think of, of the fact that you are born again. You know, many of us think we, uh, we were so bad, you know, and that uh, we were untouchable, that God wouldn't like us, didn't touch us, didn't care, and all these other stuff. But here you are, you know. How did you get there? Well, let me tell you. It tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. And we know that what is eternal life? That we get to know God and Jesus Christ. And as we get to know them, we are having this eternal life experience right here on the earth. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So we know then that this God that is doing all of this stuff, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. He is faithful who calls you, and he will bring it to pass. What is he bringing? All of the stuff that he promised you. So what does he want from you and I? He wants you and I to delight ourselves in the Lord, and he will give us the desires of our heart. I want to challenge you guys that are out there and it's time for you to make that great exchange between your stuff um great exchange basically is your will and god's will allow his timing to be your timing and allow his peace to be your peace allow his strength to be your strength all of that is done through faith and surrendering you got to do that man jesus did it and you and i have to do it well, this is the only way that we can move through and uh, experience his power, his glory, and all of these things. That we're going to walk in faith and trust that his faithfulness, and he is faithful who called us. And that he said he will do it. He says, ask and it shall be given. Uh, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. All that ask will receive and those that knock the door will be open. And all of those things he talks about, it. those are different levels of our uh, progression into him. But uh, all through all of that, he says, if you lack anything, ask and I'll, I'll make it. And again, that connotation means that if it doesn't exist, I'll put it together and make sure that you have it. So this is a wonderful promise that God gives us in First Thessalonians 5, 24. Faithful is he who calls you. Understand that. No matter what you think is going on, and he will also bring it past. What is he going to bring past? All of those plans that he has for your life. If you just learn how to surrender into his timeline, surrender to his will, as Jesus said. That's the thing. Once you and I surrender to his will, when we do that, we must first have faith in God because he says, your problem is you don't have faith in God. But he said, have faith in God. And then when you say to this mountain, see, so most people focus on speaking to the mountain. But the first part is that you got to have faith in God before you can speak to that mountain. And that's when you say to you, you have to surrender your will and accept God's will, his strength, his, his wisdom, all of those things that are freely given to you. He says, ask and I'll give it to you. And I'll give it to you liberally so that you can become wise in your decision-making and your processes and your thought. We call those things, uh, the natural people call it uh, critical thinking, but it's even beyond that. It is beyond the spirit, feel his spirit, and feels his wisdom from God that it goes. And people go, hmm, and uh, want to know how come or where that came from. But it comes from your relationship with your God. And why? Because you know that he's faithful. 
who calls you and you know that he will bring all those plans together for you because he said he has good plans, plans, uh, welfare, not of evil. He has some good stuff. Trust him to give you those good stuff. That means you're healing your job, your victory in your family, when you're fighting the giants, when you are, are uh, dealing with unruly people, uh, um, all kinds of crazy stuff that happens in this world because we are part of it. Uh, God says he'll deliver. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but my God shall deliver him out of them all. Not partly, not some of them, not, you know, depending, none of that stuff. It says that he will deliver us out of them all. Why? Because he is faithful who calls you and I, and he will also bring it to pass. Glory to God. Bible says the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.